0: This is a big week in sports. So many of us have been anticipating the Olympics
1: and it is upon us. Yep, it's coming up and there is a controversial issue involving sports. And this is Chick to Chick. All right. So what's that controversial issue we're talking about? Well, this all started back in January when uh, the president signed an executive order dealing with transgender females playing on female sports teams. And this is what the executive order said. It said every person should be treated with respect and dignity and should be able to live without fear no matter who they are or whom they love. Children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to the restroom, the locker room, or school sports. All persons should receive equal treatment under the law, no matter their gender identity or their sexual orientation. And this is what sparked all the controversy, uh, allowing transgender females to now play on female sports teams. Carrie, you have three daughters- Right. I, I was just going to say a lot of this because many of us, you know,
0: are thinking back to 1972 when Title IX was put in place. And that was to be able to protect women's sports because it, it wanted it to be fair and, and that women weren't having to compete against men and, you know, in their biological uh, forms. And so this is now something that is is a real hot topic. I have all daughters. I have daughters who are athletes and, I feel like I don't know enough to be able to form a solid opinion about how I really feel, but I do know, and I've said this to you before, I would be very upset if, you know, my daughter was playing a sport. She was going up against a transgender female who just was overpowering. And, you know, for all reasons that my daughter couldn't compete with, this person would take over. And that is where I find concern. However, again, there has not been a lot done um, to scientifically figure out what all of this means. It's just now that we have this executive order after almost 50 years of protecting women's sports, this is a big
1: meaty conversation. So again, this is an executive order that was signed by the president, but now it is up to individual states to actually figure out how they're going to legislate this executive order and how they're going to implement it within our schools. Right, so to talk further about this, we have
0: Pennsylvania State Representative Barbara Gleim. She has drafted legislation for House Bill 972. So can you explain what that is? House Bill 972 is the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. Um, It is
2: an act that we feel protects Title IX uh, within our state. And it also does not allow uh, transgender females to participate in women's sports within our state. Uh, It still allows them to participate in sports on male teams and co-ed teams. Um, And obviously it allows uh, transgender males to participate in female sports as well.
1: So why did you feel the need to draft this legislation? The
2: need arose out of the executive order that was signed by uh, President Biden. And um, if you look at the whole the whole nation holistically, there's 15 states that have passed uh similar legislation to this. Um Idaho is one, Montana. There's 15 states that have passed legislation that's sort of in the middle that um, follows along NCAA rules. And there's another 15 states that are adhering strictly to the um the mandate that the president sent down, allowing transgender um uh, females, uh, to participate in women's sports.
1: Okay. I'm going to rephrase that question. Why, why is that a problem? Why is that a problem having transgender females playing on female sports teams?
2: So, um, we feel that the president's executive order violates title nine and reverses 50 years of advances of women's sports. Um, you know, females should be allowed and deserve the opportunities to experience, you know, the thrill of victory. And we don't feel that um, it's a fair playing field for women against biological man's, males who are inherently stronger, faster. They have bigger lungs. They have bigger muscles. And we just don't think that it's a fair playing field to have biological males playing on women's sports teams.
0: So I think this is a good time to sort of bring in the opposition, because this is a very difficult topic. And we want to make sure that we present other sides of what others are, are talking about. And, and some have written to you. So, Flora, I know you have that um, in front of you. You want to read a little bit of the letter? This is from, I believe, a parent.
1: Yeah, Barb, you said you received this letter from a parent stating that transgender girls who are already facing a difficult journey and often cruel discrimination do not threaten our daughter's ability to compete fairly in school athletics. Studies have yet to show any measurable advantage for transgender girls over other girls, particularly after hormone therapy. So instead of cruelly targeting these girls, you should concentrate on legislation which would improve the lives of your constituents and not necessarily uh, subject them to more discrimination. So how do you respond to that when you get a letter from a parent saying that you're targeting these girls and subjecting them to even more discrimination and there aren't any studies to support that they would have uh, an advantage physically?
2: Well, there is a lot of um, scientific evidence that um, biological males would have an advantage even after hormone um, therapy. Um, Right now, the NCAA rules are that the the males, biological males, only have to reduce their testosterone levels to 10 nanomoles, and a normal female, her testosterone levels are 1.68. Mm-hmm. So there is significant um, disagreement across the scientific world on that. There's plenty of studies on it. But I, I tell these people that, first of all, I get way more um, letters and of support than I do not, number one. Number two, and I am sensitive to the trials of the transgender individuals who would be impacted in their struggles. You know, they mentioned suicide but to suggest that the only solution, Flora, is to um, comes at the expense of the safety and the opportunities of biological girls, um, just doesn't really fly well with me. I mean, they have emotional well-being and they have health issues as well. And a lot of these women are minorities as well, right? They, you know, you're impacting those types of opportunities. When um and, and so it is, it's just an agree to disagree type of conversation that I have uh with these individuals who write in. And um, but I do have widespread um support for this bill, especially from biological women.
0: Now, someone who says they're gonna step up and veto it is our governor. Governor Wolf says, Nope, I'm gonna veto this. So why go through with it? If you know this is what's going to happen when it lands on his desk, should it land on his desk? And and what's a plan B for you?
2: So, like I said, in one of my other news um, our, uh, times I had, on, I think it was, ABC, it was uh, 21, I said, I don't work for the governor. I work for the people, okay? And I'm hearing from the people that this is something that they need guardrails on, um, and you know, I've worked with many working groups, sports working groups, um, over this legislation. I'm working with other sponsors on this legislation who are in different parts of the state. And this is a um, something that our state really wants is 972. And if the governor decides to veto it, then you know, so be it. But I would you know encourage people from all walks of life to join forces on this issue. Even if we're not normally together on an issue, this is an issue that across the board we can get together with. Um, so you know, that's what I would really like to happen is, you know, maybe even members of the the lesbian community have reached out to me and we're not normally, you know, uh, working together on issues, but we are on this one. Um, there are feminists, you know, who are on this this legis- you know, looking at this legislation and supporting it. Um, and so I, that's what I would do. I'm just gonna keep uh, moving forward with it, whether the governor decides um, he wants to veto it or not. We'll see what the people in, as a vote say.
1: And, and I just wanna point something out that you brought up uh, the support. And on a national level, you have tennis great Martina Navratilo is saying um, that she doesn't think that this is fair. And you also have Caitlyn Jenner uh, in your corner as well. Um, supporting this legislation and saying that it wouldn't be a level playing field. And, you know, I guess ultimately we understand both sides of this. Um, Mm -hmm. I wonder what the solution is to make everybody happy so that girls can play girls sports and transgender girls can also play sports. I'm wondering if there's a solution to this that could make everybody happy.
2: Yes. And I think I've said this before. I think that we're really going to be looking at the Olympics this year and knowing that Martina Navratilova is on a working group with some scientists because um, they've proven it's really not fair. I mean, even the track um, stars in the Olympics who are transgender females are way outpacing the normal biological females and smashing records that a biological female will never even have an opportunity to reach. And so they, they just know when they're walking out onto the track that they're beat. It's, it's a horrible situation. I think it's not fair. And, but we're, I think we're going to find that it's going to come down from the top. It's going to come from the Olympics down to the NCAA, down to the PIAA, and then down, you know, eventually to the, the schools. Um, And I mean, that's just a a perception that I have, just seeing what's going on pre-Olympics right now.
1: Right. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. Uh, Representative Mm -hmm. Barb Gleim, thank you so much for joining us and offering uh, this perspective and, and telling us about your legislation. Thank you.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: So again, this is a very controversial issue. And as someone on the outside, I certainly understand both sides of this equation. I certainly understand women saying, hey, a transgender female is gonna overpower me on the playing field. And I also understand the other side of it, the transgender female saying, I want an opportunity to play. This is a tough one, Carrie. Yeah, it is. And I really, I wouldn't wanna be in the position to make these decisions.
0: And I think that we're gonna have to really sit back, watch how it plays out with kindness, dignity and respect for all women no matter how they are transgender biological it's something we've got to you know keep the conversation open and we appreciate you being here to listen to our conversation until we are back again to chirp about another topic <laughs>